everybody. Welcome to the Wellness at Works podcast. We're back from holiday. <laughs> yes. Not together. We didn't go away on holiday together. That would have been a bit weird. But yeah, sorry that there was no episode last week. We were both away. So um, hopefully you didn't miss us too much. Sam, how was your time off? I've missed you. Yeah, I've missed you too. It was, um, yeah, it was good. We had uh, about eight days, I think, and we went to Dorset and we did... Uh, a multi-stay our first the way the first weekend was in um, an airbnb um, which was lovely um, and really lovely lady who um, hosted us and she had like this beautiful cottage and garden and a field out the back with a shepherd's hut where we could chill out and the boys you know had um, we had a fire and we were roasting marshmallows and all that so that's quite idyllic um, and then um, we went down to Weymouth and we stayed in my friend's caravan. Thankfully, she gave she let us use it because um, I was actually supposed to be in Colorado. So uh, slight change, but it was really nice. We we needed the break. We all needed to get away as a family and not just be, you know, in these four walls. And uh, I think it did us all the world of good. So how nice. was yours? Where did you go? i know why you're laughing um so i only went away for a few days i went to um the new forest with just a little broken tent which we didn't know was broken and a storm on arrival so ended up borrowing a one-person pop-up tent for me and my boyfriend and trying to put it all up in the storm um but the next day was sunny and I actually hired bikes to go around the New Forest. And I haven't ridden a bike since I was 10 years old. So that was my move more. But um, four hours on a bike after 20 years of not was not yeah. fun. And they say it's like riding a bike. Is it? After t- 20 years, no, did you get I've, on I've and never, everything was fine? Or? We talked about the canoeing and how much I yelped in yeah. fear. Well, the bike was just as bad, I think, as the canoe. <laughs> so I, I'm not going to be going out and buying a bike anytime soon. But yeah, same Aww. as you. It was good to get away and do my tent thing as usual. And um, yeah. not only are we back, but we're back with a guest we this are. week. Yes. And I think, if I'm honest, my outdoor inspiration to do a last minute camping thing was actually because of our guest, Sophie Hardy, one of our member ambassadors. Hi, Sophie. Hello, Lily. Hello, Sam. How are you? Good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Just about recovered. (laughs) Yeah, so tell everyone where you've been and what you've been up to. Oh, well, I mean, we were meant to be going to Las Vegas, um, but obviously that didn't happen during lockdown. So I don't know why we decided, well, my boyfriend wanted to do the West Highland Way, which is a 95-mile walk. um, And that's not my idea of a holiday at all. (laughs) Um, So... We then decided, well, I just flippantly said, okay, well, we'll just climb Ben Nevis or something. And I hadn't really done my research into what Ben Nevis was. I'd just heard of it. I knew it was in Scotland. It's just a small hill. A <laughs> little camber. But then, no, they were like, no, it's it's the biggest mountain in the UK. So, they were, so we went and just bought all the gear. I didn't really have any idea. And we just, and we did it. And honestly, I loved it. Well, at the, now I loved it. I think at the time it was just it's just a, it was just constant it was just a constant battle uphill but I just feel so glad that I did it and then we had a little chill time after we went down to um, one of the other locks in Scotland we did like the West Highlands and um, so instead of walking it we drove it so it was it was lovely honestly 
Oh, that sounds better. Yeah, yeah, it was. That was. My, I mean, to be honest, we booked into a spa hotel, but we, in Scotland, the spas still aren't open, so we got oh, there. No. I know. So I just, just want like, a massage. Yeah, I was like, please, just open it for me. But no. <laughs> How long did that take you? Um, so from the beginning, um, we left at 9.30 in the morning and we got up to the top, I think it was about two o'clock, so it was about four and a oh, half wow. hours and then back down it was another good four hours, so it was about eight and a half hours in total. But it was, Jeez. we didn't plan for the weather, so obviously looking at the weather forecast, it was meant to rain, there was thunderstorms forecast and we just took waterproofs, we took everything for the kind of adverse weather, but we didn't expect the sun, so it was 26 degrees. We got sunburned and bitten by midges all over. So, oh, my God. oh my that was, goodness. I think that was something that I didn't expect from it at all. But hey ho. So, was there at any point you were like, what are we doing? Why have I done this? I would say every 10 minutes, Sam. <laughs> are you serious? But, but yet you come back and you go, it was brilliant. Now, How does that work? I, I, I don't know. I think before we did it, my boyfriend said this will be a mental test more than a physical test because as, as you a relationship pro- test yeah oh god 100 <laughs> percent. i mean as we were just the day before we did it he said look there's not many people do this and i think it takes a certain mental stamina to actually do it because it is just about it's just about looking up i mean people use mountains as metaphors and you just look up and you say right okay i'm this far up i'm this far up and i think the further i got up i did want to give up I'd say every 10 minutes or so, every time we stopped, I was just like, why am I doing this? But then I just, you keep yeah. that end goal in sight. And it's a little bit like WW in your weight loss journey. I just thought, you know what? I've come this far. Why would I want to go back down again? So I think for me, it was just like, right, come on, take it yeah. chunk by chunk. Um, Milestones. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, we didn't rush it at all because we've seen people kind of bombing up and then we've seen couples just stand and have an argument. So we were just looking, and we're like, glad that's not us. <laughs> made you feel good oh yeah but I mean just it was pure blood sweat and tears I mean my toes are totally mangled um so yeah yeah not not great but it was physically it was physically enduring but I'd say mentally it was more of a test yeah yeah so did you have new walking boots or did you I've got some old ones ones, yeah I I just kept me trusty old ones because I thought if you've got new ones they might yeah could have been worse Mm -hmm, definitely I mean my boyfriend used his he's in the forces and he used his kind of desert boots and I was like they're, they're not the right things to wear and he was like oh it's okay I'm not buying anymore so he had my feet as well but anyway oh, God. we did it <laughs> we lived to tell so the tale <laughs> yeah then amazing that you did it that's such an achievement and you said obviously it was a, a mental endurance and a physical one um for those that don't follow you on Instagram or haven't seen you in previous campaigns or anything obviously you are at the point where you're near a goal or at goal and so clearly that isn't something you would have ever imagined doing before ww do you want to kind of tell people the story of how you have been going on your journey yeah 100 percent. so i mean i've been following ww when it was weight watchers back from being kind of 14 15 i got a referral from the doctors god how long ago was that 15 years ago oh, oh you just told everyone you're right <laughs> I know anyway let's not anyway you're still you'll never be older than me so it's fine <laughs> <laughs> oh so I got a doctor's referral to go to the then Weight Watchers and I lost five stone quite quick and at that point I was a size 26 and I was just under 20 stone so I'd always been that bigger teenager and always just assumed I'd be fat for the rest of my life to be honest um, but then kind of 16, 17 hit, I realised, you know what, I don't really want to live 
my life this unhealthy and I, I, I can't, there was just a there was just a switch when I went to college um, I was getting bullied and I just didn't want to be that girl that got bullied all the time and I just thought you know what this this could be my life if I choose that way or I can I can choose a healthier route so Weight Watchers educated us into kind of portion control and that kind of thing and then mm-hmm. I lost five stone really quickly and then yo-yoed I'd say for the, for the next kind of 10 years um, and then rejoined WW back in 2016 um, and lost my weight quite quickly to be honest it only took me a year and four months to get to goal and um, so I lost wow. four and a half stone um, and yeah maintained for a good three years and lockdown is the only time it's it's flackered um, and I've kind of I'm, I'm 13 pounds over goal at the minute which I know in the grand scheme of things isn't terrible but I think for somebody who has you've worked hard yeah who's there been there previously. exactly and um, I am trying not to put as too much pressure on myself because as I, I've listened in podcasts before about lockdown and things like that we just have to release that bit of pressure and I think that's what I've mm-hmm. suffered with in terms of my anxiety last year it was all about pressure I was putting far too much pressure on myself and um, so it's just finding that balance mm. but everything you've said so far you know climbing Ben Nevis losing the weight that you you lost in the amount of time that you lost it all says to me that when you set yourself a goal you go for it yeah like you really knuckle down and that's you know that says a lot about your personality and and um is what a lot of people would like to achieve as well including myself you know when Mm -hmm. I say I'm going to do something I want to achieve it yeah so I can understand why you you know you're not you are over your goal weight but you know, and you have worked hard for it, so I can see why you'd want to get back. Yeah, I think it is, again, with me as well, It it's it's a pressure thing. And mm-hmm. what you've got to try and find that fine line between it's setting your mind to something and doing it and not putting that pressure on yourself. And, and to be honest, I'd say over the last few, I'd say the last two to three months, I've been working on it a lot more in terms of mindset because I think it can mm-hmm. be quite difficult to to get stuck in the numbers and get stuck in, right, okay, I need to be this certain way, but we actually... We actually don't no. need to be this X amount. We can still be a brilliant person and we're all still brilliant regardless of what we wear. And, yeah. and that's what I think is important. It's how we feel. And that's what I've tried to shift. It's it's how I feel in myself. And at the moment, I know I'm not 100% confident, if that makes any sense. I look back at pictures and I'm like, oh, I could see, I can see the confidence in the pictures. Whereas now I'm a bit like, hmm, kind of wish I was yeah. like that again. So I think it's, for me, it's just trying to find a happy balance. Yeah, and you you did even make the shift on your Instagram handle where you went from Sophie's plates to so- Sophie's wellness because you needed to kind of almost force yourself to think and and change the way that you're thinking. So obviously, WW rebranded um, a couple of years ago now, and we talk a lot more about mindset. And you've said the word mindset so many times, so <laughs> it's clearly ingraining in your head. It is. <laughs> um, but what what kind of changes have you had to make to get yourself to that? Um, I think it's just trying to be as healthy as possible and I think it's all about creating new routines and new habits that kind of aren't just changing things really quickly overnight or for the sake of doing things so for me it's I always remember and I don't know if, if you guys remember this from the old kind of workshops as the eat moving and smile so I always mm-hmm. remember the food side of things Um, you've got to get that right and to be honest I haven't really struggled with the the food side of things. I mean, obviously, as you know, I was Sophie's Plates on Instagram before and I've always been obsessed with food. Like, it's just, 
it's been since I came out of the womb. It's just like food is life. <laughs> so I get that. Yeah, <laughs> I think everybody can relate. So I've never had a problem actually with the portion control side of things. I do weigh out my food. Um, I just sometimes I've got to remind myself, okay, sometimes I will have a, a weekend off. And as a gold member, I could have done that a little bit more flexibly. Whereas now it's like, okay, Sophie, you have to still point your food. You can still go out and enjoy eating out, but then you also have to remember just to be a bit mindful of what you're eating or you can make different choices, different healthier choices. Um, I'd say the moving more is probably the biggest shift for me. Exercise was something that I didn't really enjoy and I get really inspired by seeing like Lily your couch to 5k and then seeing people on Instagram really stepping into exercise because it's something that I've never personally I haven't really found my thing I used to really love swimming um but since lockdowns happened the swimming pools are closed and they're still closed in my area so that's something I've struggled with a little bit I found my love for walking um and then it's more about the mindset as well so I think for me it was just kind of remember all those eat move smiles and I always just keep that in the back of my head about those are the three pillars that I think if one of them's off, then I think you need to, you need to keep all of them kind of ticking along, the plate spinning, and, and hopefully that gains results. So you're just trying to find a balance between all three. Yeah, exactly. And they do all like align so much. And like you said, you know that if you have done a little workout at home, you're probably more likely to pick up something healthier as a snack afterwards because you don't want to throw it away and I know that um in our express workshops and virtual workshops the weekly topic that people are going to be talking about is time management and I know for you this is kind of quite a an ideal time for us to talk to you because you are going back to work next week yes so that's going to be a massive shift in having time all the time mm -hmm. <laughs> to like going into a new job and everything so how do you think you're going to adjust to that? I think to be honest I'm looking forward to a bit of routine I'm a bit of a creature of habit I don't know about you two but yeah I like yeah. to have a set structure I like to make sure I mean to be honest I think we are all ingrained to be kind of in this rat race aren't we I mean we are nine to five creatures really I mean well we're not but I think lockdown taught us that we don't have yeah. to be. Um, yeah. But for me, that's been my habit and that's been my routine all along. And to be honest, I thrive from routine. I like to know I'm a bit of right, okay, nine o'clock, I'm doing this. Okay, 10 o'clock, I've got that meeting. I know at 12, 11, I'm going to have me banana. At <laughs> 12 o'clock, I'm going to have... We have joked, haven't we, Sophie, that for any Peep Show fans out there, we are both Mark Corrigan and we need everything to do listed. <laughs> we need an itinerary when we go on holiday. Like, I am so that, I totally I am that friend. It. Like, I'm that yeah. girl. Like, if we go out, I've already booked the table. And especially with this whole eat out to help out in lockdown and stuff, I'm the first one. I'm like, right, okay, we need to book places. We need to go. And, <laughs> but that's just like my idea of heaven. I'm just a bit of an organising freak. Um, but in terms of time management, it is routine is key for me. And I think it's really good on a weight loss journey as well. Like not to be so pedantic about it, but just to, to keep you on track and you sort of know what's coming. So even with meal prep, prepping and things like or meal planning, I now look forward. Well, in lockdown, I've been looking, I've been enjoying making kind of lunches and things like that when I've got more time to, mm -hmm. to cook. But I also... I batch cooked a lot when I was back in the office. So I also knew what I was having for lunch and I knew how many smart points was in there. Um, and also I didn't snack as much. I'm mm. a big snacker in lockdown, which is probably the biggest thing that I've struggled with. 
um, yeah. because the cupboards are just there. <laughs> the fridge is there. I'm just like, hello again, it's me. Um, so I think at work, you don't have those distractions. You you literally have the coffee machine and that's about it. <laughs> and are you going back into the office or are you having to start off working from home? No, back to the office full time next Tuesday. So yeah, five days oh, back in the nice. office after six months furlough and it, it's a new job as well. So that's a whole new routine to get used to. So I think, yes, I'm excited, but I've also, I'm being a bit little bit realistic as well. I'm a little bit nervous because it's all a new team. I haven't met the team I'm going to be working with. It's a new office environment. So I really yeah. do feel for people who have started new jobs in lockdown. It's such a strange way to, to, you know, enter a different company, isn't it? And sort of find where you, where you sit, where you are within your team and the personalities, etc. So um, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting for you, but also, like you say, you're looking forward to it because you like your routine. So did you keep any sort of routine in lockdown at all or how did it change? Yeah, I think I kept some routine. I, m- I remember at the beginning of lockdown, I didn't really have a routine at all. And I was going to bed whenever I wanted. I was watching back to back series on Netflix, just thinking, oh, this is the life because we'd never had it before. <laughs> But then that was doing nothing for me mental health at all. So, I mean, just my body clock was totally mangled. So the one thing I have done is made sure I've set an alarm every morning for 7.30. So at least I'm sort of getting up at the time that I would be when I go to work. Um, I'll always, I do a nighttime routine as well as I'm sure people who follow us and that you guys know as well, that I had a a bit of a a troubling time last year with my anxiety um, and I suffered with depression last year as well. Um, so what I did from that as well is established a nighttime routine as well, just to relax as well. Cause I think mm. you've got to make time for you. And that's something that I struggled with before. I was just on the go constantly. I felt like I had to be doing stuff. I had to be busy and busy equal equals productive. And it really doesn't. I think it's, you've got to take a little bit of a step back and realize, okay, we need to relax a little bit as well. And, and that's mm-hmm. so important for mindset as well. So on a night I'll, have a bath about I'll have me I'll have me tea which is dinner I know I'm sorry that's my tea <laughs> not a cup of tea I love that you have to translate I know <laughs> you need subtitles translate to these sub- southerners <laughs> um so I'll always have me tea and then I'll have a bath I'll read a book and and then I'll watch a little bit of telly and that's what that's my little routine what chills me out I mean you can st- I can still deviate from that routine but I am a creature of habit so I have kept an alarm I've kept a bedtime routine and then I'll also make sure I plan my meals still. I'll always still keep, I've got the WW meal planners, which I love by the way, and the little rip off shopping list, I absolutely adore. And then I'm just, I'm just so organized. You love a Mine's list. Mine's above me, look, there it is. I can see it. <laughs> I haven't got mine to hand, mine's in the kitchen. <laughs> um, so I'll still do that, I'll still meal plan. And then, but what I don't wanna do is over, over plan yeah. if that makes sense yeah. because then I also feel like you can get very bored um and I find that I do need I do try to keep maybe one to two days free where I can just do something a little bit impulsive because I think we've got to do something a little bit different than just getting because I do get very bored easily as well so I try and mix it up as much as I can yeah and I kind of posted something about that 
when I got back from holiday where I jumped on the scales and I had, had a bit of a gain and I thought, oh, I'm blaming the eat out to help out thing mm, because me too. <laughs> I'm trying to be impulsive and I meal plan and I'm like, right, I'm going to have bolognese for dinner. And then my mate goes, oh, I've booked a table in town. Do you want to go for dinner? I'm like, obviously. <laughs> so you fall into that as well. And actually it's been quite nice to know, right, you know, I've planned my meals, but if I don't, have that exact meal it's not the end of the world and you almost have to retrain yourself like that and I know that for anyone maybe that's new to this you were actually our official eating officer which when when I think of that name now it makes you sound like the cookie monster (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm just like oh it's the official eating officer I I do look back at it and think the name is so funny like I remember (laughs) people used to introduce me as the official eating officer I was like oh my god that's so cringy like I just it's eating out more than like just eating in general. Yeah, I didn't so just eat she... for a living. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Sophie went round and um, I mean, got... sort of reviewed, didn't you, all of the restaurants? Yeah, so God, it was 2016 now, so it was four four years ago now. Um, and I ate out in 10 different restaurants across the country in five weeks, which was a challenge. Um, and it was to prove that you can eat out um, and still follow WW and potentially lose weight. I mean, there was no there was no pressure on me to lose weight, and I ate a lot of food. <laughs> I ate out twice a week, um, and still lost five pounds in those in those weeks. And I just think tracking. Yeah, I was tracking, yeah. and obviously, I think what I was also doing is realizing, okay, I'm going out for tapas tonight, so I will make sure I have a zero smart point lunch, or I'll have a salad or something light. And I think. It, it it was really really good because I do like to eat out and I definitely I am one of those people like Lily said if my friends say that they're going out for food I can't really say no but also no, I can't but also I don't think like you should have to sacrifice no. your social life and the things that you enjoy um to, to lose weight you can still do it in a sustainable healthy way and that's why I love WW and that's why I followed it since I was a teenager because it's, it's worked for me and it's it's really kind of sustainable in its approach and we can still eat out with our friends, we can still have a glass of wine, have a slice of cake if you want and that's that's the beauty of it, it's not restrictive at all. And you proved that in, the, in eating at those 10 restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I couldn't I just, believe it, I lost five pounds. I remember pounds. just getting all the photos of you every time, like here's me in Bournemouth, like with your plate <laughs> Here's me with a stick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But again, like you said, when you go back to an office, it might be that you go out for like welcome lunches or you're like meeting clients if that's the kind yeah. of job you're doing. And I think for a lot of people as well, like they're going back to school with the kids. And so there might be more of a want to just get a takeaway because everything's a bit manic. So again, like you said, just knowing you can put it in your weeklies or you can just check what's on the app. It just makes it so easy it just feels like because i think a lot of people have this diet mentality that you have to sacrifice things and you have to live a certain way you have to just drink kind of cabbage juice and you kind of cut stuff out and i just don't think that's a a healthy way to go about things i just think everything in moderation a little bit of everything a little bit of what you fancy um and i just think you look at all these amazing people that follow ww and don't restrict themselves and i think that they're the people that kind of sustain their weight loss journey and and understand that it's not you don't have to restrict things because a lot of I think a lot of my friends and even my sister who just started WW she couldn't believe that you could eat out um on WW and I was like no no you can she was like what I was like no no you can you can eat out and still lose weight you just have to make 
different choices, have, that's all. You can have bread as well. A lot of people think, oh, no, I need to cut out the carbs, I need to cut out the bread. And it's like, no, you don't, because if you like it, you should have it. Don't, yeah, don't deprive yourself. I was going to say, I've never cut out bread, but I just, because I used to eat, back before WW, I used to eat kind of four to six slices a day, and I knew that wasn't really going to help me lose weight. But even now, if I want a slice of toast, I'll have I'll have two slices of toast with with butter on I don't really I just think as long as I point that and as long as yeah. I'm accountable then you can just have what you want really exactly and I've just looked at my app and I've tracked cheese for breakfast lunch and dinner <laughs> it's fine it's in it's, it's within my allowance not just cheese on its own but like I've sprinkled it on top of everything I mean I'm like that's that's the best kind of you life. You need to give me your meal plan for this day. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see it on Instagram. I actually think that lots of parents are going to be looking forward to um, reducing their alcohol intake once the kids go back to school. I mean, I'm not obviously not just not talking about me here. Yeah, yeah, that's a confessional right there. <laughs> but um, I think yeah, there's a, there's going to be a lot of uh, uh, easing up on the smart points through alcohol as well <laughs> as we come out of this. Yeah, I think like what you said earlier, I think it is that routine thing. So obviously when the kids go yeah. back to school, that's a difference in routine. And obviously you had lockdown, then we had the summer holidays and now it's kind of going to be back to that routine. And hopefully that will instill a few more healthy habits in people like, okay, yeah. I don't think I want to carry on the way I did. In, I think it's this whole, we've made a lot of excuses for lockdown, haven't we? But I think sometimes mm-hmm. it's us that have to be accountable for it. We keep saying, okay, lockdown made me do this or eat out the help out made me yeah. do that. And I think we sometimes have to sit back and think, right, okay, we're in control of this and yeah. the stuff yeah. that we can do that can make it better. Yeah, exactly. I've blamed lockdown. I've blamed um, the puppy, currently the puppy that is making me sleep deprived. Um, <laughs> it gets the blame for everything, for me not having the energy to go for a run, for me not cooking, everything. So um, it's got a lot, lot to answer for. I'm actually somebody that doesn't like routine. Really? I find routine tedious. Yeah. I like change all the time. So um, I know Lily, Lily we, I mean, we are so different, aren't we? But um, I can't stand routine. But funnily enough, at this point in time, I am looking forward to having some routine now. And I think it's, or I'm just looking forward to the kids going back so that we can, we can get our routine up and running because I know that yeah. they need it. Um, and they need it for their own mental health because I honestly think kids have gone through something in this lockdown, especially those that never went back to school, you know, haven't seen their friends. Um, they need it and um, therefore their parents probably need it as well. So yeah, there'll be definitely. lots of people out there listening thinking, yes, they're like, <laughs> things are about to change and it's all for the good um, and we just hope it continues. So for those of you that may have been inspired by Sophie's moving more up mountains, you don't obviously need to go that extreme, um, but our move more challenge is still happening. For those of you that missed it, we have had our uh, live Instagram and on Facebook this week uh, workout with Vicky Patterson and Caroline Pierce doing a fit on workout. So please make sure to check that out and we will continue with those Insta live workouts until the end of the challenge so sophie thank you so much for coming on this week it's been an absolute hoot oh thank um, you for having me thank you both of you i've really enjoyed it it's and i know lovely we've talked about instagram you. a lot but like do you want to do a shout out to your channels oh my god that sounds a bit self-indulgent but yeah it's uh, <laughs> at sophie's wellness on instagram if anybody's interested in my ben nevis escapades there'll not be any more but you can have a look at me 
loads of food. <laughs> <laughs> but not your feet. Don't post no, photos of no. your feet because, yeah. That, that oh, I wanted a, a Transformation picky. Tuesday. Oh, like God. <laughs> like the recovery. Nobody needs to see that. Nobody. <laughs> oh, amazing. Well, um, yeah, thank you very much. And me and Sam will see you all next week. Bye. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye.